0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday, on the web at (laughs) OzarkFolkCenter.com.
1: Greetings, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we're going to delve into the world of bluegrass music as we feature a homegrown Arkansas family band, the Kieseler Brothers. Down in the vault, Mark Jones has found a rare recording of harmonica virtuoso Lonnie Glosson. And historian Charlie Sandage will share stories of the first white settlers in the Ozarks. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. The Kiesler Brothers Band is composed of Redmond, Randy, and Rick Kiesler, as well as their longtime friend Rodney Heslip. This traditional bluegrass group has been bringing their fiery brand of acoustic music to American audiences for four decades. Redmond Kiesler, the leader of the group, plays dobro, while his brothers Randy and Rick play bass and guitar, respectively. The brothers' longtime compatriot, Rodney Heslip, brings the all-important three-finger banjo to round out a perfect traditional, high-energy bluegrass sound. Here's a set of five songs from the Kiesler brothers, starting with Tupelo County Jail. <laughs> ¶¶
2: I'm gonna
3: This is uh this it's kind of uh, strange because we we never played music around the house. N- none of us played music. Ricky was fourteen years old when he started playing uh, an old Gene Autry guitar that my dad had won selling garden seeds. And uh, he yeah, started, started with that. He started learning on that. So he
4: was the first one?
3: Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And he, he had some help. We had a friend of ours, uh, named Tony Antrim that uh, really jumped in there and, and helped Ricky with the guitar and, and, and he got proficient at it pretty quick I mean before we got out of high school he could really play Just yeah, like we played, I
2: played a lot in church sang specials in the church and uh, like I say uh, and you know I used uh,
5: a Mel bag guitar book that showed pictures of chords and then Tony helped me and I'd learned the chords out of there and just uh, just went from there.
2: Oh, in South Carolina There are many tall pines I remember the oak trees That we used to climb But whenever I'm lonely I always pretend hickory wind Well I started out younger had most everything Oh riches and pleasures What else could life bring Time it begins a call in To find out That your troubles are real It makes me feel better Each time it begins Calling me home To the hickory
3: wind I finally started playing a banjo when I was 20 years old. And I I couldn't I couldn't play very well, and uh, I couldn't even keep time on it very well. You know, I started taking some lessons, and
2: and he was tone deaf, kinda. And I,
3: <laughs> I told him he needed to find something else to do. Yeah, that's but what he then. told me. I said, Ricky, let's play, let's play some together. He said, I ain't playing. Well. You can't keep time. You can't keep time, and you're out
2: of tune. It's like, but then uh, let me tell you the rest of that story of uh, him and my dad were cutting firewood, and. Uh, and my dad cut his thumb off,
5: cut Redmond's thumb off with a chainsaw, and so he had to give up the banjo, and that's when he started playing the dobro with a bar, see?
3: That happened in 76. In 77, I got me a dobro and started learning to play it, and in 78, we was, I was in a small local band there, uh, called it the New Grass Review. <music>
2: From the moment Daddy saw her, it was love at first sight. He made her his back in '67. Yeah, she came from Detroit or was it heaven? His '67 Chevy Malibu, red leather, chrome wheels, midnight blue. Mom could have had the hometown football star, but she fell in love with. They drove off to make their dreams come true in his 67 Chevy Malibu Everybody knows that she's the hottest thing in town. When we go cruising through the tasty freeze, it's easy to see why they're all into me and my 67 Chevy Malibu. Red leather, chrome wheels, a bit my blue. She could have had the hometown football star, but she fell in love. come true in this 67 Chevy Malibu yeah what more could I want than you and my 67 Chevy Malibu
6: <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>
5: Okay. I mean I, I didn't really play sports or anything else I, I started out messing around with dog training so I started training dogs Redman bought a Doberman Pinscher and I went to classes, learned how to dog train, learned how to show them and all that kind of stuff. So I was really more interested in some of that. But then uh, I went to one of the bluegrass festivals finally with uh, Redmond and I thought, well, you yeah, know, this is pretty cool. So I was watching somebody play the bass, and that's what he suggested. Him and Rick both said, Well, yeah, we I need t- a t- bass player. I told him, Hey, look, you know, anybody can play the bass. <laughs> you might as grab that. I was right. yeah. you we, know, can, <laughs> we can train a monkey to do that. <laughs> hey, you can train a dog. We yeah. can train. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be able to train me to play the bass. Play. Anyway, I started playing an old, Redman found an old German style bass, and it had like a Four by four neck on it, so. But I mean, it was it was good sounding instrument, and so I started basically playing it, peddling around.
2: But summer's green is turned to autumn's gold. Gentle falling leaves lie scattered o'er the ground. Well, that's when I'll need you here beside me to cheer me through the cold November rain. For it's easy to be happy in the summertime with flowers blooming in the morning dew mocking birds singing round my window and bringing back sweet memories of you again that's when I'll need you here beside me to cheer me through the cold November rain yes that's when I'll need you here beside me to cheer me through Rain.
5: Now, probably my mentor that helped me the most would have been Dave Leatherman with Stone County. And he's from Mountain View, but he used to go and he could sit out under the shade trees and play one song after another all night long and not do the same song. And if you messed up, he would Pretty much say, hey, that's wrong. And so he helped me quite a bit. And then with the training from Rick, teaching me the chords and all that in the beginning, then I was able to go sit in those jam sessions and, and be fairly close to what they wanted, you know? I mean, I wasn't great by no, and still not. I mean, I do jam. okay. You could jam. I could jam a bunch. And uh, so I'd stay up all night with those guys jamming. And then the band happened after he did the, the other guys kind of backed out and Rick and I went in. And then we got uh, Ricky yachts to play with us at that time. And we just had a, a little four-piece band that was doing pretty good for itself, you know, starting out, and, and when I first started, I couldn't sing and play at the same time, you know, but I, I started working it. Rick helped me a lot with that. Yeah. Pushing and saying, hey, we gotta do this, and work on this. And you just gotta kinda pay attention to what you're doing, and, and I've got it down a little bit better, you know, but now I mean, here we I, are. I have a good time. Yeah.
2: Over, so where can you go? We'll up the we'll the,
1: we'll the, yeah. the Keesler Brothers Bluegrass Band, playing Tupelo County Jail, Hickory Wind, 67 Chevy Malibu, Cold November Rain, and the classic Old Slewfoot. We've got lots more good bluegrass music from the Keisler Brothers in the show. But after this break, let's head down to the vault for a visit with my old pal Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. It's about that time of the week for me to head down and visit with Mark Jones, who keeps track of all of our music down in the vault. Let's see what he's got for us this week. Hello
7: there, Dave. Hi, Mark. How,
1: How are, you? are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, you snuck in on me there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been upstairs playing my harmonica. Harmonica? That's right. I I blow the harp a little bit every now and again. You do? Yeah, and I was wondering, uh, what kind of harmonica music have you got in your recordings down here? Well,
7: I can remember a while back that uh, Lonnie Glosson came over here. He was just about the world's best at the time when he came, and uh, he was here on the stage and they've recorded let me see if i can find let me you practice a little (laughs) let me see if i can find it here well
1: you know it's nice to know that uh that lonnie was here he was he was like a really famous harmonica player played all over the country toured around i know he played on the wls barn dance back in the day back in like the 1920s and 30s and had a yeah. long, long career. I don't believe he passed away until 2001.
7: Dave, yeah, here it is. This is uh, this is one of his famous tunes that he played for many years. See if you can figure out what he's saying here. Thank you. This here is where I get the harp to talk. I've got to work and say I want my mama, I want a drink of water, and uh-huh... So if you listen real closely, you'll hear the harmonica call for its mama and call for a drink of water. It goes like this. What do you want son?
8: La, la, la,
7: la. Who do you want boy? La,
8: la, la, la.
7: <laughs> you want who?
8: La, la.
7: You want your mama? Uh-huh. Well, what do you want with your mama? you say you wanted you want your mama Uh well let's hear you say I want my mama and what do you want with your mama (laughs) you want a drink of water Uh well let's hear you call your mama No, come on now, call her louder than that. No, come on now, real
8: loud. Oh,
1: yeah, that's the old talking harmonica, huh? Sure is. I I don't think I can do that with my harmonica. My harmonica mostly just groans a lot.
7: Well, and you practice up on that and come down and play me a time. Uh,
1: I'll try to do that. Hey, thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you. I'll Dad. see you next week. Let's get back to this week's featured guests. One of the Kiesler Brothers' specialties is their razor-sharp harmony singing. Family harmonies are breathtaking to behold, and this family has been perfecting theirs for decades. Just listen to the way they stack the harmonies in this great gospel song.
3: Am I rock?
2: Am my I rock? Am I my, my, my Jesus? Jesus Israel is real I can feel deep within than my soul. Whoa, whoa, one day, one day, day save my soul, save my soul. Handy free, and hope, free and, hope. and hope. My Lord, my Lord is real Israel, I, I can feel him in, in my soul. One night, one night, I repent, I repent, fell down, I fell, fell down, down, down on my, on my knees, cried Lord, cried Lord, have mercy, have mercy, won't, won't you save my soul from sin, well I'm a walk, I'm a walk, but, but not alone, but not alone, cause I'm, cause I'm headed for, straight home for home,
6: my Lord, my Lord
2: is real, is real I like can feel him in my soul. My rock, my rock, my sheep, my sheep, my Jesus, my Jesus is, is, real. is real. I can feel, feel Him deep, deep within my soul. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. one day, one day, he save my, my soul, and he made me free and whole. My Lord, my Lord is, real. is real, I, I can feel, feel him in, in my soul. soul. I'll come to Jesus, come to Jesus. Jesus. repent, I get your feet, get your feet, feet on, solid on solid rock. Solid rock. He's, the one, He's the one who will help he you. Will he help will hear you when you cry. Hi, it's, Jesus, it's Jesus, our Savior. Our Savior. He's, a He's, our He's a friend, our friend, and a God. faithful guide. My, My Lord, is real, He, is real. he will he lead you to the other side. Am I rock? Am I rock? Am I sheep? Am, I sheep? Am I sheep? Am I Jesus? My Jesus is, is, real? is real. I can feel I can Him feel deep, it. Within, deep within, within my soul. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One day, one day, his his soul. Save his his soul. His he save my soul. And He made me, me, free, me and free and whole. My Lord, my Lord is real. I can feel Him in my soul. My Lord, my Lord is, real. is real. I can feel Him in my
3: soul. Uh, well mom and dad uh we heard mom sing a little bit in the church you know but nothing nothing very out you know she wouldn't get up and get to do a special or anything like that dad never sang he he never sang anything but his family most of his family was singers you know there was a, a lot of singers you know that had the Keishler name that could carry a tune and so when we started singing it was i think it was kind of genetic that we
5: we got that that gift you know of voice. And his mom could play the piano. Dad yeah, and our grandmother could play the piano a little bit, yeah. sing a little bit, but uh, she she never really played it a whole lot around us. So we really wasn't introduced to that part until later on in life that she played. <laughs>
2: Grit one dime Cause when you dance you have to pay for it I must have done a lot of dancing in my time Oh I've had time I'm proud to say I ain't saved a for a rainy day When they lay me down to rest at the end of this red race I'll, I'll have, have to get, get along to, to pay for my own life. Six feet of sod that they throw in my face Of mine. And like a good fox dog, starting hunting rabbits. I ain't worth a dime, I just live for the time. I've had time, I'm proud to say. I ain't saved a dime for a rainy day. When they lay me down to rest at the end of this rat race, I'll have to get along to pay for my own. Six feet of sod that they throw in my face When they lay me down to rest at the end of this rat race I'll have to get a to pay for my own
3: Six feet of sod that they throw in my face Well, I think one of the things that we tried to do right first off is we didn't we didn't want to play a bunch of songs that had just been played to death. So we all started looking for interesting songs and story type songs and and things that we feel we felt like we could get into, and we dug out a bunch of material. You know, most of our material, if somebody's sitting out there and they're a bluegrasser, uh, they ain't gonna know the songs we're playing because we pulled them way back. You know, country gentleman stuff, for example. You know,
5: Trying to stay in traditional. Yeah, bluegrass.
3: We we stayed in the traditional form. And we stayed in songs that you know tell a good story, but it's not songs that are played to death. Because I mean, you know, like Rocky Top and you know, Rollin' My Sweet Baby's Arms, Fox on the Run. I, mean, I, I heard that when we started out. I heard those songs every weekend coming off of every band, and we said, "Look, we ain't playing that." So we tried to we tried to get more interesting material. <clears throat> and we tried to perform it in the same manner in which the you know our our first generation people did and and just add our touch to it
2: They kept on a flat by the night, with the moon shining dim on the old canyon rim. They paused for that brown mountain line, high, high, high on a mountain, deep in the canyon below. Shines like the crown of an angel, Faces as the mist comes and goes. Way, 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 way over yonder. Night after night until long That lonely old slave come back from grave Searching, searching, searching For his master who's long gone home. To this day that the planter lost his way And never returned to his home And trusting old slave he brought a lantern And he searched day and night but in vain Now the old slave is gone but his spirit lingers on That lantern still cast its light, Oh high, high on a mountain Deep in the canyon below Shines like the crown of an angel Faces as the mist comes and goes Way, way over yonder Night after night until dawn. That lonely old slave come back from the grave Searching, searching, searching For his master who's long gone home Searching, searching. Long gone
3: home. Well, I, and I think all of us, uh, it has to be a song that we can feel. It has to be a song that we can kind of make our own and it and it all comes right out of your heart. It does. You know? Yeah, it does. And and when we sing a song, it's something that we can feel ourselves. And then when we're having fun up there. Man, that just—that's electric out there in the audience. It sure is. They just—it just goes to them, you know, yeah. and and everybody gets in in the in the same feel of everything, and uh, turns out to be a really good entertainment. Well,
2: I saw the timber for the cabin floor. I built a plank fence out of locust balls. I worked the corn rolls till the early morn. Raised a family on a poor man's farm. 32 acres of on It's worth a fortune to a working man, a 32 are dying I watered a grapevine. it's no longer mine a fortune to a working man 32 acres of a bottom land 32
3: Thank you. We're going to feature Lonnie Collins on this one right here, one entitled The Hamilton County Breakdown.
1: Another fine set by the Kiesler Brothers. We heard My Rock, I've Had a Time, Brown Mountain Lights, 32 Acres, and the Hamilton County Breakdown. When we come back after a short break, guest host Charlie Sandage will present some history of the first white settlers in the Ozark region. This is Ozark Highlands Radio.
9: Any staff member at the Ozark Folk Center State Park will tell you the central mission of the park is to interpret and celebrate traditional Ozark culture, its lifestyle, and its lore. That tradition began to be forged in the Ozark Hills during an especially colorful and surprisingly complex period in American history. In 1803, Thomas Jefferson, only the third president of our fledgling nation, sent a delegation to negotiate with Napoleon's France. Their main goal was to secure rights to use the port of New Orleans. They never expected that France would offer to sell their claim to the entire vast valley of the Mississippi River and whatever land to the west the upstart American nation might take in, but that is exactly what happened. The Arkansas Ozarks were one small chunk of what history books call the Louisiana Purchase. When those history books tell us about settlement, the words on the page seem straightforward and simple. For those who would begin to create that traditional Ozark culture, venturing into wild, unknown country where a distant government offered very little support or protection, it wasn't simple. George Langford, Emeritus Professor of Folklore at Lyon College in Batesville, Arkansas, cites two key words to understanding settlement of the region of the Ozark Folk Center. One is family.
4: The notion of settlements in this river valley, I don't know whether it's applicable to every river valley, but here it seems to be based on the family structure because it's the the families that locate in a particular place. When you add in to the fact that people are coming into the region as immigrants from other places, they're coming as families for the most part. The other
9: key word is rivers, in this case, the White River, the largest in the Ozarks region.
4: The White River Valley, I think, from that point on, can be understood as being one large settlement if you understand that as being a serial settlement that is strung out like beads on a necklace. And those settlements tend to be at the mouth of a smaller tributary coming into the white. And it's at that location that settlements tended to be organized. And then your nearest neighbors were up the river or down the river.
9: On the map of any frontier region, the rivers, large and small, and even smaller creeks, took the place that roads and highways take on today's maps. Settlers entered an area on its rivers or by traveling on land along its rivers. How else could they mark a location? And so settlements began to be known by the names of families who settled at one landmark or another along a main river. Early accounts noted that weary river travelers might enjoy overnight hospitality at the cabin of one Jehoida Jeffrey, just minutes today from Mountain View and the Ozark Folk Center. But how, in an unmapped region, would someone like Jeffrey register any legal claim to his peace of the valley? Dr. Lankford explains a process called preemption.
4: What the settler would do would be to, to go out and put his slashes on the trees overlooking the river at one end and at the other end, then start cutting the trees down on that land, use the logs to build a house, uh, even just a lean-to would work. That would establish your sense of permanency at wanting to live on that land. And then if you would put in crops, and do it for a season, that would be enough to establish you as a legitimate claimant for that land. That's a preemption claim. And those became uh, legal documents that were actually issued. And in those early years, there was actual trade in preemption claims.
9: From lean-tos to cabins, from clearings and small garden plots, a settlement begins to grow as relatives and other families, likely neighbors from whatever place back east had been home, move in. Axes, hunting rifles and hoes, optimism, myriad skills and unlimited grit are required, along with a desire, for whatever reason, to live somewhere out there. For civilizing features, mills, stores, and amenities such as schools to spring up in such remote places, something must be driving the local economy. George Langford outlines two early economic engines, each having much to do with the people who were living in this valley before these interlopers, calling themselves American, arrived.
4: The first major industry in the White River Valley, I think, is clearly fur trade. It matched what was going on up in the uh, Missouri River area and all of the, uh, the Indian tribes stretched all over the area. That's the way the uh, Native Americans became part of the American economic system. The Native Americans have got to figure out how to relate to this intrusive group of people. And the answer, of course, was trade. But the next real economic shift is going to be simply the possession of the Indians' land by the white men, which means the removal of the Indians.
9: It may seem just a continuation of the same old story. From the colonial beginnings of the United States of America, people from the British Isles and other places in Europe occupied new lands and dealt one way or another with Native Americans, and as well with other newcomers with an entirely different story, African Americans. All that would be true of the narrative that unfolds in the hills and valleys of the White River of the Arkansas Ozarks, but with unique twists and turns that would appear for the first time, all shaping the emerging traditional Ozark culture.
1: Thanks, Charlie. Let's get back to some more music from the Arkansas homegrown bluegrass band, the Keesler Brothers. Like so many musicians, these guys all have day jobs, but on any given weekend, you'll find them at a regional bluegrass festival doing what they like to do best. True, honest, and decidedly down home, a Kiesler Brothers show is a testament to their traditional bluegrass sound. Let's close out this week's show with four more from the Kiesler Brothers, starting with Long Road to Aspen.
3: Because if you listen to the old, the old stuff the Stanley Brothers did and Monroe and Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs, I mean their music was iconic. But to go in there and just try to copy what they did, I think I don't think that would go over now. I just don't I just don't think it would. But the bands that are coming up and the bands that are singing those same tunes have polished them into the point to where it's more entertaining. And it's not um, it's not nasally. It's not. I don't know how you would say that, but um, it's just a it's just a better sounding production of the song. They
2: were strolling through the gloaming as the roses were in bloom. A soldier and his sweetheart wandered through, and their hearts were filled with sorrow. AS THEIR THOUGHTS WERE OF TOMORROW AND SHE pinned THE ROSE UPON HIS COAT OF blue. DO NOT ASK ME, LOVE, TO LINGER, FOR YOU KNOW NOT WHAT YOU SAY. WHEN DUTY CALLS, YOUR VOICE IS ALL AWAY. LET NOT YOUR HEART BE SIGHING, IF I'M NOT alone. I'll be with you when the roses bloom again. When the roses bloom again beside the river, will the robin redbreast sing her sweet refrain? In the days of old anxiety, I'll be with you, sweetheart mine. I'll be. Roses bloom again When the smoke cleared from the battle Came a whisper soft and low From a soldier who'd been wounded in the fray I'm dying, Captain, dying And I know i but this one promise ere I pass away. There's a far off distant river where the roses are in bloom, and the little girl is waiting all the way. As there, I pray you'll take me. I've been faithful, don't forsake me, that I'll be with her when. The roses bloom again when the roses bloom again beside the river Will the Robin Red sing her sweet refrain in the days of old anxiety I'll be with you, sweetheart mine. I'll be with you when the roses bloom.
5: Thank you. And uh, just watching the youngsters come up, it's just, they have so much enthusiasm that they put into their instruments and into what they're doing, it's just, it's that polished sound. It's just, They're getting out there and getting with it and, and doing things that just, most of us, I've sat around and thought, you know, I ought to quit because some of these guys are so much, you know, these young kids are coming up are so much better, but yet, it kind of forces us to try to do just a little bit better on what we do. And then I was at a show, I don't know, several years back, and there was a young group on there, and they were doing our songs. Pretty much did a whole show just about of our music that we were doing, even though we got it from somebody else too. But they did it and tried to copy us more so. And, I mean, that makes you feel good when you see that happen too. But that's, to me, that's what I've seen is just a, the youngers coming on up through there and really pushing the music and that's why the Mountain View Association is so important up here, helping these young people around the local area mm-hmm. and it's it's really made a big plus out here. Yeah.
2: Since you're away, we'll meet you, my and dad, someday.
3: Our little home has crumbled down.
2: Since mother and dad, they're not around What is a home without a friend I can never go back home again Oh, mother dear, and daddy too We wish that we were there with you It's not the same since you're away We'll meet you, mom, dad, someday We'll meet you, Mom and
3: Dad, someday. Uh, you know, we when we started playing music in the '80s, in the '90s, there was more than 14 bluegrass festivals in the state of Arkansas. There's not but three now. The audience is getting to the age to where if we don't do something. There's not going to be any audience out there for us to play to, because by the time I get to the age of the audience, there ain't nobody behind me. Who who do I sit down and listen to? We have got to do in bluegrass. We have got to do a better job. We have got to find that answer for bluegrass, just like you people have found for folk music up here in Mountain View, and 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 I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be heady heading that way, pushing hard to find something, some way to do it. I just don't know what that is right now.
2: There's a way beat path on the
5: soul mountainside where I wandered when I was alive There I wandered long to the place I call home In those blue ridge hills far away Oh, I love those hills of old
2: Virginia From those blue ridge hills I did grow When I die, won't you bury me on oh, mountain Far away,
6: my blue ridge mountain home
5: Turn to that old mountain home with a sigh. I've been longing for
2: days gone by. When I die, won't you bury me on the soul mountain side? Make my resting place upon the hill so high. Oh, I love those hills of Virginia. From those blue. Won't you bury me on the soul mountainside, make my resting place upon on the hill so high. Oh, I love those hills of Virginia, from those blue ridge hills I did grow. When I die, won't you bury me on the mountain, far away in my blue ridge mountain home. Yes, far away in my blue
1: the Kiesler Brothers Bluegrass Band from Sheridan, Arkansas. In that last set, we heard them do When the Roses Bloom Again, No Mother or Dad, and an old classic, My Blue Ridge Mountain Home. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. You can find out more about this week's musicians by googling Kiesler Brothers, that's K-E-I-S-L-E-R. And you can find out more about this show at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud. For all of us here at Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. See you next week.
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.